What up? Yo, what up, young dose? What's good? Chillin', man. So, good morning, good afternoon, and good night. Um, I'm here to talk about life, man. It's episode 26 of the Open Minded Podcast. The date is October 14th, 2018. I got a special guest today. Said I was going to have some more guests on the line, man. I got a lot of solid best friends that I need to start having on my podcast more. Uh, if they was in, if uh, they would be real, um, but <laughs> I want to introduce, I want to introduce my boy Young Doso, man. Just in case you ain't know, so uh, wow. we we in the building, man. Got some okay. got some great topics to talk about, man. I didn't even prep my boy for the show. Uh, I just kind of called him on some last minute whim stuff. So we're gonna get straight into it. That means it's gonna be raw and uncut, and that's what we need in this world. That's what we always bring. You feel me? <laughs> um, so I got about three topics I want to discuss. Uh, let's get okay. straight into it. So first and foremost, to get a little backstory, um, I had a work conference this past weekend, um, and during the work conference, they had a couple motivational speakers there. Uh, one of the speakers actually uh, was a traveler. Uh, he he used to travel these big, huge canyons, um, and he would travel miles and miles and miles. Um, and he got into a situation. He was about 21 years old during the time. Uh, he got into a situation where he was traveling during, uh, in this big canyon in the desert. I think it was in Utah. Uh, he was traveling. And he came across this 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 uh, canyon where it had a big boulder lodged between the two canyon walls. Um, after, and then once he tried to maneuver his way around the camp, the, the uh, boulder that was stuck between the two canyon walls, he ended up getting his hand uh, and simultaneously his whole arm jammed within the uh, boulder, uh, smashed between the uh, canyon wall. Um, and then while he Jeez. was there, yeah, so while he was there, he actually was – he actually got stuck, you know what I mean? He couldn't move his hand or, or, or his arm uh, between the boulder. He was actually there for 127 hours, um, mm-hmm. and and that's about six days. Uh, so he was on the brink of death uh, until he decided to, to cut his home, to cut his own arm off. Um, wow. So he ended up cutting his own arm off, and then he ended up hiking to safety. Uh, but he was there uh, at the uh, conference, and he was a motivational speaker and things like that. Like they actually made a motion picture about his uh, his life. Uh, and it was by and James Franco. I actually played him. Uh, it's called 127 Hours. If you haven't seen it, I would suggest go checking it out. I believe the hiker's name was Aaron uh, Rothstein. Uh, mm-hmm. So I asked all of that to say just just a little bit of backstory. Do you think that you'd be able to cut your arm off in a life or death scenario? Yes. You think I, so? I think the will to, to survive will kick in. I mean. Growing up in a bad neighborhood, you, you kind of find find ways to make yourself, <clears throat> you help yourself survive. I mean, if that means you got to get rid of an arm, I mean, I'll be armless. I mean, would you rather die or be armless? I mean, that's how I would look at it. It's like, I, I think I, I could live without an arm, but I can't live without my life. You know what I mean? Right. I don't, it would be tough at first, though, like. I'll probably take my arm with me. Like, can we sew this mug back on? Like, what what can we do? Like, I mean, but you gotta think though, bro. Like, <laughs> you gotta think. Like, it's lodged between the boulder and the canyon wall. So you feel me? It's either it's, it's cut your arm off and not have an arm. I mean, and well, he was a mechanical engineer as well. So he ended up building um, a prosthetic arm. arm. You know what I mean? Um, but you know what I mean. If you're in that predicament, man, like. To me, bro, to be honest, like, because during the motivational speech, you know what I mean? He was going into graphic detail, like, because uh-huh. 
to give a little backstory of, of how he actually cut his arm off. So he had the only thing he, he had with him while he was traveling was like a liter of water, two burritos, and then he had like this little very dull pocket knife. So you're there for 127 seven hours. Obviously, he had to ration his food, ration his water. Um, yeah. he only, you know what I'm saying? He only had a liter of water. So you're there for six days. He ended up having to drink his own urine. You know what I mean? So yeah. it was a situation where he was, you know, struggling and kind of like you said, like the will to survive and those survival skills kind of came out. But amount like, so the way he cut his arm off was, like I said, he had a pocket knife, but it was really dull. So he initially tried to like saw, you know what I'm saying? The uh, skin off and the pocket knife was so dull, it didn't work. You know what I mean? So it was just, he wasn't even breaking the skin. So then, you know, he went through a couple more days and then he actually got the idea to like start jabbing at it as opposed to sawing it. So he started to saw, I mean, jab at his arm, he broke the skin, broke the skin, got, got through the, the tendons, the muscles, everything until he got to the bone. But once again, even if you're, you're, uh, you're, you're jabbing at a bone, it's not going to break. So what he yeah. had to do was he had to take the boulder that his hand was lodged in. And he had to press the boulder up against his arm until he broke both of the bones within his arm. Um, and then, and then uh, he cut off the rest. You feel me? So it's like all of that, bro, all of that graphic detail, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's so easy to say, like, yeah, bro, I'll be able to do it. You feel me? Kind of like you yeah. said, like, bro, you know what I'm saying? The way to live will kick it. But, bro, if you really got to know what you have to do, to do to get out of that. Bro, I could, I, I'm going to be honest. Like, I know where I'm going when I die. Fuck it. Hold on. Bro, I. Hello? You hear me? Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, somebody called me my fault. Uh but yeah, bro, like I don't think I would I would be able to do it. I'm not, bro. Listen, I'm I, I love my life, you feel me? I got great yeah. friends, I got a beautiful wife, I got great family. But I'm bro, if I'm in a predicament where I gotta slice off an arm, uh-huh, you or slice off a limp, bro, I'm not built. Because then, bro, on top of that, right. He had to cut his arm off. He cuts his arm off. Then he uh, had to hike another two miles to safety because because yeah, what he right. did was like he had a tourniquet that he made through this little valve that he was drinking water through. So yeah. he wraps the tourniquet up on his arm, cuts his arm off, hikes another two miles. He has to bungee jump down to this uh to this little creek, drink some water, keeps walking. He's losing a lot of blood. And then he gets to the point where he runs into this family and his family like kind of helps him. And then his mom called the cops and they sent the helicopter, like a helicopter out to get him. So it, bro, honestly, it's, it's, it's one, it's one thing to cut your arm off. You feel me? <laughs> it's just not worth it. But then it's like, I got to travel. It's like, bro, but you know what I'm saying? Like he, you know, he was 21, bro. The resiliency to live. And I respect it, bro. Like you said, but. Do I think I have it in me? <laughs> like, no. Nah. I mean, we don't really know. You feel me? Until it happens, bro. But I don't think I got it, bro. Like, I mean, for him to like to do that, like that, that that's shocking, bro. Like you gotta beat at your arm. Like you already in enough pain, but it lies into the wall. Exactly, bro. And you just like you know what? Forget it, bro. I'm just gonna go ahead and hacks all this I could, uh, bro. You got to imagine because you know you got those two bones in your arm. You feel yeah. me? And then you press on it once. He snapped the first like bone. Uh-huh. And he was like, "All right." So he gets to chopping at it again. And then as he gets through, like the you know, what I'm saying the access, the flesh and, and tendons and all that, and 
he gets to the point where he sees another bone. Like, oh crap. There's another one in this mother flipper. Bro, so he got to press, snaps that one, bro. And you got to think at that point, your arm is halfway hanging off anyway. Yeah, it's just blood everywhere. You know what I'm saying? It's it's just good shit. But then he got to a point, bro, where he didn't hit a nerve yet. So he got, so he's hacking, 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 almost done. He sees a little part. He slices it, bro. And he said he felt a huge, like, sensation all up and down his arm because he had just hit um, a nerve. Hits the uh-huh. nerve and then just obviously cuts the rest off, bro. And like you feel me, you already to that point where it's like, bro, you have to. In my opinion, you have to be insane. Like if yes. you're able to do that, bro, and slice a part of your your anatomy off of you, you have to be insane, bro. That, that's just my opinion. Like I I I I don't get it. I don't think I could do it. But like you said, if you're in the predicament, you know maybe your thoughts will change. I don't know, man. I yeah, just, I mean. It, like the will to survive, I guess, will kick in. I, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, I personally, I, I would do it just to survive. I could live without an arm. True, but I would the emotional damage would be done. Like after, like you know, what I'm saying, like the, every morning I wake up, I know I don't have that arm. Right, I mean, bro. Like I feel like though, you for me, like I don't like. I mean, obviously, we both men of God, so. Yeah. I I would be able to just you know what I'm saying eventually like I like yeah. I don't want to live without a limb bro I, I'm just no. gonna be honest that that's one of my <laughs> biggest fears but if that's what God intended for me to do I would do it you know what I mean like, but like haha Davis how she get a get in the car drive 130 miles and crash she was like nah what if all <laughs> dog can't be confined to the wheelchair <laughs> exactly bro like that mentality bro like. I just, I don't know, man. Like, like I said, obviously God would, you know, he would be, like, he would work with me to cope with that. But just, like, I think the act of it, bro, I just I just wouldn't be built. Yeah, you know I, I would ask God before I start going at it, like, God, do you want me to die here or should yeah. I just tear this arm off? Right. right. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's something that I would have to pray about, bro, and be like, all right, look. You know what I'm saying, God? I don't want you, me giving up. You feel like I'm committing suicide. Like, <laughs> I, I just don't, I don't got this. If, like, this is where I need to be done. You know what I mean? I yeah. just need to be with you forever from now on. And then it is what it is, bro. But, like, I don't know. I don't know, man. Because like, life right now is tough. It's just, it's just too much down here. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm armless. It's just, bro, I'm to the point where it's like, look, man, you got to move on, man. But <laughs> I just got to take myself out of the game. Yeah, I was bro. like, but why? Cause my listen, arm, listen, bro. <laughs> I can't, I'm not getting out of this, so I'm just gonna sit here. You know, I don't know, bro. I don't know. Like me and like um, my wife, obviously Olivia. Like me and her was talking about it. She said yeah. like she doesn't see how the boulder was that like could be that jammed where you can't move your arm. You know what I mean? And I kind of understand what she's saying because she said, you know, she a nurse in school though. She had to give me this like whole anatomy thought process. But she said like the body creates things to like get you out of uh, situations. Like obviously like it sends sen- like sensations through your body like pain um, when something's wrong. Or if like your hand is stuck or something, it will mm-hmm. create secretions. You know what I'm saying? Like sweat and stuff for your hand to move. Uh-huh. So it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like with all that being thought, like I don't know, like six six days. But I mean, obviously we... We're not in the uh, predicament, but I just, I don't know, man. Like, that whole situation is crazy. Big ups to dude, though. Like I said, I think his name was Aaron Rolfson. Um, yeah. if, if you haven't seen the movie, I think the movie came out, like, 2011. It's called 127 Hours, man. It's his, it's his journey, you know what I'm saying, through. Obviously, he got $10,000 to cut his arm off. But, <laughs> bro, 
I mean, like I, I mean, he got a motion picture out of it. You feel me? And yeah, he, I mean, he's he's speaking. You know what I mean? Across the nation, with doing it. So I mean, hey, I respect to him, man. But yeah, big ups because he built a different way, in my opinion. I, 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 <laughs> he, he is a rare breed. I can't do it, bro. I cannot do it. Um, go ahead, man. But yeah, next topic, man. I think this is important. You feel me? In your opinion, especially those because you have a son. Uh, uh-huh. I've been seeing a lot of a lot of situations as far as like especially the NFL. Um, I've been seeing like you know obviously like with like the CT scans and yeah. issues with like the brain when you you're playing football. Obviously, it's a contact sport. Uh, we both play football as as a young man. You know what I mean? And you yeah. obviously have a son um, in that regard. So um, after reviewing all this, me me like me and my wife obviously had some conversations about this. If we ever had um, a boy. Uh, but I just wanted your opinion on this. Like, would you allow your son, after knowing everything that you know about the CT scans, about brain damage, about contact things and, and that nature that can have, you know what I'm saying, detrimental issues with, like, mental health, would you allow your son to play football? Um, at a younger age, maybe. Okay. <clears throat> I think younger age, it teaches him that aggressive side. It teaches him you know, different types of skills, footwork, stuff like that. But as you get older, I would prefer not. I mm-hmm. mean, I just – I'm a big Ryan Shazier fan. Like, after he got hurt, like – Right, right. It, it really put, like, a big damper on, like, how much football can actually mean to somebody. Like, you know, this man played college. This man was in the NFL and one wrong hit, and now, you know, he you know he was paralyzed for a minute. You know, right. they, they couldn't get him to walk and stuff, and now he's starting to relearn everything. I just couldn't sit there as a parent and watch my son go through that process because, you know, these people are giving their life away basically to play football for money. Like, right. And I, I just couldn't see my son doing that. Basketball, 100%, go ahead and knock yourself out. Exactly. Soccer, maybe, but, like, football, no. It's too many concussions and stuff, and – like, even boxing. I wouldn't even allow him to do boxing at a competitive level. Because True. look at Muhammad Ali. Like, right, bro. You, and, the, and the thing is with that, bro, is, like, the goal of football is to hit each other. You yeah. feel me? Like, basketball is, like, the goal is to put the basketball in the hole. In the like, yeah. there's there's going to be contact with that, obviously. There's, there's 10 grown men or, or, or there's yeah. 10 individuals that's on the court together. That's on a ninety-four-foot court. There's, there's going to be collisions. There's going to be contact. That's just, I mean, that's just, it's that's just the, nature. The nature, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But football is like the goal is to like every, like every time you Stop line up, this man. You know what I mean? Like everybody lines up, mano y mano, two inches away from each other, two, two headhunt. Like that's just what it's about. Yeah. And it's like I played football as a, as a, as a pop Warner minor. You know what I'm saying? I played it again in high school. You know what I'm saying? For three years. And obviously, I even got looks to play football in college. And it's like, I, I, I made that conscious decision to not play football in college, bro. Even though, like, they were trying to give me money and all this stuff. Like, the, the goal is to injure each other, bro. And, like, I got a couple concussions when I was in high school for football. And I knew that, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm a big guy, but I knew, obviously, there's, there's bigger dudes. And yeah. I knew when I was going to go to an even more competitive level, my heart's not in it. And I'm gonna go to a collegiate level where there or it's constant contact and it's even more these cats that like have the actual passion for it and I don't and I'm gonna just go in here just to get my college paid for it. I can easily result in a huge injury, bro, mental, you know what I'm saying, physical, the whole nine. So I just felt I like I mean obviously like I said, I made that decision to not do it, bro, and to not further my, 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 my career in football because once again I didn't even have the passion for it. And two, yeah, I see, you know what I'm saying. 
the, the danger, bro. Oh. You know what I'm saying? That, that comes with it. So I just I, I don't know, but I think it's extremely dangerous. I it sucks to say like they need to stop football as a whole. You know what I'm saying? Because that's yeah. America's pastime. I've got joy from it. I've seen people, you know what I'm saying, obviously get they they family out of tough situations in the hood. Play football, yeah. You know what I'm saying? By playing football, but at the same time, it's like, bro, it's you got to really get your health first. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, I don't know, man. You see cats like the dude from the Bills. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> half time, I'm checking. time he done, bro. And he said, like, I seen a quote on Facebook that he said, he said, before the game, he felt the way, like he didn't feel normal. You know what I mean? And then he said when he went into that locker room, bro, during halftime, he knew he wasn't coming out of it. You know what I'm saying? Because he he said his body, it like his body told him, like, bro, I'm done. You know what I mean? And and, and, and obviously the scoreboard, whichever one. Came I mean, it, I mean, it's more, you know what I'm saying? Maybe I mean maybe that could have been an excuse, but I don't know, bro. I just I mean I kind of felt it. You know what I'm saying? Because that because that sport is dangerous, bro. And it's like I said, yeah. the goal is to hurt each other and. I know, you know what I'm saying, like it's great entertainment, it's it's a great means to make money, but I just don't think it's worth it, bro. And, and and if you know God blesses me with the son, he definitely will not be in football, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? I I don't care if he asks me to, I don't care if the coaches walk up to him because I mean, obviously he's gonna be a sumo wrestler, a wrestler at least. So he's no, gonna be a bro. thick stuff. He's not gonna be that he is, bro. bro. I'm telling you. Bro, but I just gotta you. I gotta train him. He he's gonna be the first six three 290-pound point guard in the NBA. That's just what it's going to be. That's like 293? 293 pounds, bro. I'm telling you. He's not going to be that big, bro. Bro, You're not even that big, bro. Bro, you heard it here first, bro. I'm telling you those, but like, it always... You got this assumption that your your kid is going to be this bowling ball. He's going to be tiny. He's going to be... Bro, if he's tiny, he's not mine. So it's like we gotta have we gotta have a discussion. There's like, questions to be asked, bro. If, bro, if if he don't come out 17 pounds, like out the womb, then the then we then me and my wife have to have a discussion. Like wow. seven, 17 and up, bro. That's how big he has to be in order for me to claim it. Like in order for me to not get a DNA test, he has to be 17 and up. Wow, that's I think that's a tad bit extreme. Hey, listen, man, that's why we're not married, though. So, okay, because me and Olivia has has established this 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 understanding that if he's not seventeen pounds and up out the womb, you know what I mean. I I feel like he needs to almost. The doctor needs to use both hands to hold. Bro, I feel like he needs to almost kill her, like during birth. Wow. Let me stop, bro. I'm just playing. Bro, but he that, gotta be thick, bro. For me to not question it, bro, he gotta be two thick. epidurals, bro. To yeah. push him out, it gotta <laughs> be like it gotta be three doctors holding legs, and then I'm just in between, like damn, <laughs> hold on, hold on, me. <laughs> Give me the head. I need it, bro. That's the only way that I'm gonna trust it, bro. Congratulations, you guys have a little ham. <laughs> hey, there we go, baby. That's my that's my kid right there. Bro, stop, bro. I need that it, would bro. be a wild scene. Like I need birth, it, bro. birth in itself is a wild scene. Like it's just it's just too much. It's... I won't be in there, so I'm not tripping. Oh yes, there. you will. Bro. Oh no, I'm gonna be in the waiting room off the hand dog. Chilling. <laughs> you so you gonna be drunk at your kid's birth. hundred percent, bro. Why would I not? I mean, it's it, it's not as bad. It's just a wild scene. Like it's just a lot of shit that goes on in that in in that room. 
Like the the mood is like great. You like, wow, my kid's about to come. Right. And then secondly, like you just like, yo. And then next thing you know, like they like, all right, well, let's start this process. And you just look at down there, and it's just a whole bunch of stuff that you just never really want to see. Like, see, bro. Do. like did you like, see poop? Yes. Oh no. <laughs> like, <laughs> like oh my god, dog. And then the doctors is trying to like clean it up. I'm just like, bro, this is just sick. Uh, I'm good, bro. Like, I'm good. Like, if I ever see poop, <laughs> I gotta leave her, man. <laughs> bro, that's disgusting, dog. Bro, I mean, but it, it's not like they can help it, bro. So it's kind of like they just—it's just a natural thing for their bodies to do. They like push, so they <laughs> basically push. Your <laughs> you can't push one hole without pushing the other. Uh, I mean, that's true. Uh, it's just like it's just like when we piss, like you, you know, your butt feel you feel your butt a little bit. You know, uh, just, I end up—I I usually end up pooping every time I pee. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> It is what it is, but but right, great, 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 great feedback, man. So the last topic, man. Um, I've been seeing. Obviously, it started with J.R. Smith in the NBA, but NBA Um, players, man, are getting fined for having tattoos, like certain tattoos now. Like stupid. J.R. Smith, you know what I'm saying? The NBA uh, issued, in my opinion, a threat. You know what I mean? It said that. If you don't cover up that, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you don't cover up that Supreme tattoo, you will be fine. And it's like, bro, what does it matter what the man has on his body? Like, I understand if you don't want him to wear the the apparel. You know what I'm saying? That's that's one thing because, you know, sponsors and things like that. But you can't tell a man what he puts on his body that you got to cover. Like, what? That's like saying, like, I mean, this is extreme, but that's like, bro, we don't like your your, uh, type of skin color, bro. So you got to put a patch or something over that. Like specific right skin color or that like that specific scar on your body, or we gonna find you? Like, come on, bro! Like y'all getting like I understand that y'all paying these cats millions. Too controlling. But, yeah, like you can't control what I'm what like what I'm putting on my body. Like same with Lonzo Ball. Like yep, he got he, say that. he got that BBB tag on his forearm. They say, bro, you don't cover that up. <laughs> Put a patch on that. Like, bro, who are you to tell me that? Be like, I don't, man, I don't, I don't get that, bro. Like, what is your opinion on that? I, I agree there. I think it's very, very, very harsh to tell someone like, yo, my 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 family is all balls. Like, you know right. what I'm saying? Like I and I support J.R. Smith because I'm my two K nineteen player, but I got Supreme tied on my dude's leg in the same area that he got it on. Like mm. you know what I'm saying? Like I, I think I think the tattoo's dope. Like it looks sweet. Like I'm like I can I can see why they upset because it's a dope tat and then you gotta understand Supreme getting they gonna get advertisement out of it, but it's like the NBA advertises stuff all the time. Like right. you allow different brands to advertise, but Nike makes all the jerseys. So then every player should wear Nike instead of you know they should wear the the brand of shoes that the the NBA is sponsoring. Why right. are you allowing these players to you know wear other brands but not support other brands outside of that? That's just like Jordan. Like if you know Jordan owns the Hornets, so his jerseys are made by Jordan. And I mean, well, Nike, everybody's made by the same brand, right. but you got the Jordan, you know, like, it's just stupid. Like, how can you advertise other other brands, but not allow people to boost other things? Like Supreme is not that big. No, not a lot of people got money for Supreme. So, and like, I get it. You feel me? Like when J.R. Smith was wearing that Supreme uh, arm sleeve, you know what I'm saying? And they yeah. was like, but you got to stop wearing that. 
okay, that's apparel, you know what I'm saying? Because that can yeah. conflict with jerseys and all that. I get that, you feel me? But, bro, if the, if the man chooses to get it tatted on his body, that's just his decision. Like, you can't say, yeah. like, no, you can't. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, you, you can't monetize the stuff that I'm putting on my actual body. Like, wearing something clothing-wise, that's one thing. But if I choose to get it tatted on me, bro, you just want to live up. with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't get that, man. Like, that, that concept... I feel like the NBA is being wild controlling in that regard, and I just don't see yeah. why that should even be a topic of discussion. Like, and then you talking about finding it, you know what I'm saying? You talking about taking yeah. the man's money Take for it, like that's wild to me, bro. Like, I, I I don't get it, man. I don't respect that at all. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know, man. Like, I watch the NBA, bro, because of the players, and obviously it's the, the game I love. But some of the stuff in the organization, man, I feel like once the once. I mean, let's just be completely honest with it. Like, as soon as black people make something big, I feel like yeah. a, a lot of the times, bro, work. you know what I'm saying? Like, white owners or owners as a whole, like, they try to monetize things and try to gain from it and gain profit off of our back, bro. And that's whack to me. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't and, respect that. And I don't know if you watched the uh, Breakfast Club the other day when they had Mike Epps on there. He was talking about that. He said, you know, don't he said when black people get something and it starts getting big, like you know, white people look at it like, hey, let's just go ahead and shut that down. Like, right? And then you know, the gatekeepers of the NBA is like, well, we're not gonna allow you to do what you want to do and support your brands, but not support us. So if he got a big NBA tattoo, the NBA wouldn't say nothing. But I'm still, you know, supporting y'all brand. But what if I got an NFL tattoo? You gonna tell me I can't have an NFL tattoo? I'm a big fan of the NFL. But J.R. Smith also has a whole bunch of other tats. Like, he got, like, you know, he got, like, the New York Nick thing on his neck. And, like, like he got, like, a bunch of different stuff. Like, what's it matter? All it matters, you're still making money off my jerseys. You're still making money off people coming to see me. You're still getting your cut. Why are you upset? Right. Like, how was was him getting a tattoo affecting you? Yeah. Like, I I don't don't understand that, bro. Like, I I, I really don't. I really don't. I just think it's 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 a form of control because I know if a white player got it, they wouldn't say nothing about it. I really don't like, think so neither, bro. Like if Dirk got uh Dirk got uh not Dirk, let's think of the whitest basketball player in the NBA. Gordon not Hayward. Not to be racist. Gordon Hayward. If he got John Deere tatted on him, I guarantee the NBA wouldn't be like, We'll find you if you don't get it tatted. They definitely will, bro. That's like, a good point. That's a good point. I ain't thinking that. Like I think if if everybody did that, like who cares? I'm still making you money. I'm supporting what I love. Like, you can't tell me, like, that's just like saying, oh, well, don't tat your family on you because I don't want people to know your family's name. Like, what? Right. That's what I'm saying, not- bro. Like, that's what I'm talking about. Like, I'm not talking about so much as what it is, you know what I'm saying, the tattoo as a yeah. whole, but it's like, it's just the premise and it's just the concept of you can't tell me what to put on my body, bro. Like, this isn't prison. You feel me? Yeah. Like, you, you, like, you don't control me, bro. Like, I don't understand that. Like, if you, I, as long as I have the ability to play in the NBA, obviously, unless you're not putting nothing racist that's like offensive or anything, yeah. like, bro, you should be able to, to to do what you want. That should not affect your marketing dollars, bro. The NBA made seven point four billion dollars last year, bro. Yeah, you really like, tripping over a tattoo, B? Like, Supreme ain't made that much money in all of like existence, all of their time. Like, come on, man. And the NBA gets like, ah, I, I don't know, but I just think it's it's just really stupid. Like you telling me that I went and bought, I went and got this tattoo, and you're telling me I have to wear a sleeve that may be uncomfortable for my leg to cover my tattoo. Right. You know, I 
I can't I can't be comfortable in a basketball pro. Well, maybe you shouldn't have got that tat. Well, maybe it shouldn't bother you that I got this tat. Maybe you should just allow me to be a free person, be freedom of speech, you know, have, you know, freedom of expressing myself. And I, I, it's control. Like, the world, uh, we, we'll end up going off on different tangents, but, like, you know, the world isn't free. Like, people say, oh, we live in a free country. Well, no, we don't, because everything oh, no. here comes with a price. Like, right. you know. I don't have the freedom to do this. I can't just go into a store freely and get what I want out of the store. I got to have money. Well, no, we have to put certain things. And don't say the world is free. Say the world is, you know, it costs to live here. Right. Uh, there's no, you know, the only, like, I don't know, the, like, like in the Bible, like, I want to live, like, free. I want to be able to have everything that God put on this earth for me to have. Yes, you may be making it as a, a source, you know, you may be more skilled at me than this, but why can't I have it for free? You right. know, I'm a, I, I don't know. I, I don't even look at myself as like Republican or Democrat anymore. I look at myself as like a socialist. Like I, I think everybody should be equal the way God intended and everybody should be able to do it. So the NBA shouldn't be able to tell J.R. Smith what he should be able to do and uh, big baller brand uh, Alonzo Ball shouldn't be able to tell him that. Like his dad you know, that's his dad's company. What you thought he wasn't going to get a tattoo? Right. right. Like, that could be, like, you could say that that holds, like, sentimental value. You feel me? Yeah. Like, how, how are you going to say, like, oh, no, nah, you can't, like, what? Like, as long, like, that's like, bro, that's like modern-day slavery. Like, as long as you in my, my uh, organization, you going to, like, abide by all the rules that I have. Like, come on, bro. Like, yeah. I get it, man. Like I said, as long as it's not offensive, that's one thing, bro. When you're talking about like, you can't put this on your body. Like, when is that? Like, when is it going to stop, bro? Like, if they can monetize that, then they can monetize anything. You feel me? Like, yeah. and I just, I, I don't, I don't get that. Like, at all. And I, next, and I don't know. I don't get it. Next thing they're going to be like, well, you can't have dreads in the league. Like, that's what, what? I'm saying. Like, bro, what's going to stop them from saying that? Like, oh, that is affecting our marketing dollars. So, I, so we don't want y'all to have dreads. We want y'all to all be clean cut. You know what I'm saying? No beards. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. None of that. Like, I'm saying, like, it, military stuff. Yeah, like obviously this, like that, like that's extreme, but that could happen. Like, what's gonna stop them from doing that? If they can tell you what tattoos to wear, then they can eventually tell you, you know what I'm saying, like what to wear, you know yeah. what I'm saying, what to say. Like, you straight drones. Like, I don't know, man. That that's. And, and I think it's kind of weird that they make players have interviews, like like Marshawn Lynch. Like, he don't want to be out there being interviewed. So why does it matter if he doesn't if he doesn't speak to the media? The media doesn't pay me. The NBA does. Right. I'm not getting paid for these interviews. Yeah, like... To me, to me, though, like, when me have my, you know what I'm saying, like, my own podcast and stuff like that, like, I view that, you know what I'm saying, me, like, from a biased perspective, I, I wish that the NBA, like, all players, like, not just the NBA or NFL, like, all players would be more engaged in the media solely because, obviously, like I said, this is a biased perspective, but solely because it just it just creates more content. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, I like and, the fact when players come out and speak about issues, like Jimmy Butler, like the situation that happened, you know what I'm saying, where he went mm-hmm. to practice and was disrespecting the first string and killed him and stuff, and then he, and then he had that uh, interview, uh, you know what I'm saying, and then he spoke about it. Like, that creates content. Like, that gave yeah. every every media outlet, you know what I'm saying, a story and content and a show for uh, at least a day. So for me, that's that's the type of stuff that I like, you know what I'm saying, because I like to speak about current events and, and uh, situations, especially in sports. So me, from a bias, like I said, uh, view, I would love for players to be more open and, and active within the media. But I can completely understand, you feel yeah. me, if you a hooper and you and, don't, you know what I'm saying, you don't want to speak about it. So I get that. But like I said, mine is just biased. 
Yeah, and I, I definitely, I, like I said, I do think they should talk to some media, but I don't think you should be forced that when the media steps into a room, it's like you have to talk to them because they want to talk to you. Like, right. I think they should be like, yo, I feel like talking to the media. What's up? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm definitely fine with the media, you know, interviewing people because I think I would love to hear, like, players respond after a game or, you right. know, after something, like, complicated. Like, they're like, how did you adjust and stuff like that? But we all knew Marshawn Lynch was before all this stuff. Like, True. he just – that like they were the media started picking on him because he wouldn't talk to him, right? Like, so they like antagonized him and made him like, "Yo, let's go. You come over here. Let's talk." Like he like, nah, I don't really feel like talking. Like, yeah, he didn't want to talk, but he found a clever way to, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, not, you know why you know I'm here? Yeah, exactly. Like he <laughs> created that, and then now now cats don't really interview him that much. So, you know, I think he was yeah. smart in that regard for sure. Um, I, not. But, but, yeah, so, I mean, I don't know. Like I said, man, I just don't like the constriction, you feel me, that not only the NBA, man, but but mainstream, you know what I'm saying, huge companies and things like that feel like they have over, you know what I'm saying, like the uh, consumer and their employees. Like, I don't know, man. I just think that, I like I said, just speaking from a freebie, you know what I'm saying, viewpoint, I, I, I don't like it. I'm not a fan at all. No. Um, Definitely not as well. Oh. Um, so, but as far as music, man, this, these last couple of weeks, man, you know what I'm saying? My boy Dose within our group, he thinks that he's the DJ of the, of, of of the squad. And he thinks that he puts <laughs> us on everything, but I put uh, you on everything. No, you don't, bro. Stop. I'm uh, a music plug. No, you're not, bro. You don't. You don't know. You don't have no other plugs that we don't have. So stop. Twan. You don't, bro. Who put you on the Dom Kennedy? I don't Me. listen to Don Kennedy no more, you bro. You do. Still no, I don't. <laughs> bro, that's, I listen to two. Bro, you put me on the two songs. Bro, you've also showed me 10 other songs, and I don't like them. So that's not a good. That's, that's not, false. It's it's false? I put you on the Chris Brown. Hell no. I knew about Chris Brown when I was a kid. <laughs> so you knew So so you knew the song Yeah three times? No. You put me on the one song. Okay, so I'll put you on the breezy. <laughs> and it was only because I never even heard of that song. Exactly, bro. Played it, I was the, like, oh. I'm the and plug. I put you back on to it, though, because I played it a lot. He was like, hey, what's that? I was like, yeah, how you going to put me on to a song I'll put you on to? Stop lying, You weren't listening to it. You was like, man, I ain't really listened to it no more. I was like, yeah. Yeah, because I, I had heard it so early that I was done listening to it. Like, oh, you had God. just got on to it, bro. I put y'all onto that Forever commercial, too, with the spinning gum. Yeah, I put bro, y'all no, you that. did not, bro. <laughs> You just trying to recreate the whole commercial, and, 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 and yeah, it wasn't. It, it, wasn't it was definitely, it, definitely it wasn't, happened. bro. Don't start. I could while. get, I could get the double mint gum again and show y'all, bro. Y'all just, but you never did it the first time. What are you talking about? Y'all didn't have y'all human eyes on that time. Y'all had y'all digital eyes, so it didn't look like it was spinning on my finger, but it, on my finger. <laughs> well, it slid, it slid right down your body. Probably did, <laughs> it didn't roll. <laughs> You're not breezy, bro. You're not. I breezy. did it, bro. I was like, double the pleasure. Double. <laughs> oh my god. So, music wise, let me ask you this. I know you. I know. Did you watch LeBron's show, the uh, the shop? I seen snippets on Instagram of it. Okay, so did you see the one where like Drake and him was talking about how Kanye flew him out to Wyoming? Was like, yeah, yeah, I saw beat. that. So let me ask your opinion on that. Like, what do you think of like? Was that like Kanye that snakeish? Like. You flew bro. this man out here. He helping you. You supposed to give this man a beat, and you didn't. Bro, if, if that's the truth, 
You know what I'm saying? Obviously, we just heard Drake's perspective of it. But if that's the truth, obviously, that's shady. Um, but when he was referencing the situation with him and Pusha T, when him, when uh, Pusha T was talking about his uh, producer, 40, talking about yeah. how he got MS and all that stuff, he wish he would die and stuff. Listen, this is my personal opinion. We can't you you can't put a censor on on rap battling, bro, and rap beef. Like if you, you listen can. to if you listen to URL and and, and, and Arsenal, all these cats, you know what I'm saying? Arsenal and 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 uh, Hitman Holla and all these cats and conceded. These dudes don't have no no filter. There's no cap. There's no bar. There's there's nothing, bro. They just go out there. They get personal information about the other rapper's life, and then they go yeah. say. So you can't feel like he likes. When when you start talking about MS and you start talking about somebody you wish they would die and all this stuff, then you put the pin down and you, you want to punch somebody in the face. First of all, Drake did not sound threatening at all when he said that. I was he like, definitely bro, he, did. I was like, bro, LeBron wrote that. Like that don't even sound like <laughs> LeBron put real. that in. Yeah, like come on, but, bro. You don't even sound serious. And second of all, you can't put a cap on what you want Pusha T to say. Like if he wants to say that about. 40, then you did then you come back and say something. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like when yeah. you when uh, you was talking about me, when nobody like, oh, you shouldn't have went that far and if it's your girl's tour now. Like, it's like, bro, look, that's what Pussy T. I mean, if I mean listen, bro, that's what Pussy T wanted to say. You feel me? So you gotta be prepared for that. Like, like you gotta look at the skeletons within your clothes and be like, all right, he might talk about this, he might talk about that. And be prepared, like you can't get sensitive, bro. That's just my opinion. Like, I don't I don't think that there's no there's no cap on what you can say when you beefing with somebody. There is, bro. Nah, you bro. Can't. That's weak. And like, and Drake said he had a whole bunch of like heartbreaking stuff to like say about this man. Say like, it, say it, then, bro. Like, but he he felt he was too above it though. Yeah, well, then that's your fault, bro. Like you you, you that that you means never you're felt, too sensitive. You never felt like you you was like you know what man I'm too above this to do this like somebody talking trash to you that's just like a dude in a wheelchair saying I could beat you in basketball and you like I'm not gonna get sensitive to that though I'm gonna just be, be like alright bro oh. like I'm not you know what I'm saying like if somebody say like like if me and dude like me and somebody arguing right and he says uh-huh. something about my mom I'm I'm gonna just say something about his mom like I'm I'm not gonna be like oh that's too far bro like. I'm gonna just, be like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not gonna get sensitive. But I'm be like, oh, word, okay, that's how you feel. And I'm just talking about your mom. Like, I've been in those predicaments, bro, where somebody spoke about my mom, and I'm not oh, proud I of that. You know what I'm saying? And then <laughs> I said something personal about their family, and and there was a disability within their family, which you know what I'm saying. Obviously, growing up, you know what I mean. I'm, I'm grown. I should have said it, but I'm saying, bro, like, look, I didn't get personal, and I didn't want to fight the person. But I'm going to say something about you. Like, look, bro, like, that's how you, you do it. You took it to that level. I took it to well, the next, next level. Obviously, bro, like I said, I was young. Bro. I was, like, 17 when I said that. So I shouldn't have said it. But, I mean, I, I like I said, I'm not going to get personal, and I'm, I'm and I'm not going to want to fight nobody. But I'm going to just go to the same level that you at, bro. Like I said, now, I, I you know. I'm going to just meet you up top. Yeah, like, you can't be like, man, you wrong, man. Yeah, he got, like, bro, look, I'm not going to get sensitive. You said your piece. I said mine. And then now, where do we go from this? Now, after we have both retaliated equally, if you want to fight now, then I then we gonna have to fight. But I'm not. But 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 you're not gonna beat me, and you're not gonna get the upper hand on me by saying something, and then I get sensitive about it. Like I'm just no. I'm I'm not I'm I'm not there for that. I I just think push push brought people into it that didn't need to be into. Bro, it. Like, there's no cat. But how how can you sit here and say that? But this man writes music for your your boss. But listen, like your but Drake brought that up, though, right? Drake brought that yeah. to the to, to the thing. He even brought the voice, the uh, 
the, the little receipt and put it on Instagram. Okay, bro. But then if I start talking about somebody within your camp, how are you getting sensitive? Like, you're not gonna you're not gonna censor what I can say because then it's like you taking all of my content. Drake said he had a whole song full of disrespectful things. Put it yeah. out, bro. Let's see what happens. Like, put it out. Drake lost that because he got sensitive. Flat out. Oh, Flat out. I think bro. he just was smart. Nah, man. he got sensitive. He was whining. Man, there's a Guys, talk about me like that, guys. Come on. Like, nah, bro. I don't There's a that. bunch of feelings that could have been hurt with him putting that out. There. Come on, bro. He said he did research. It was a bunch of grimy stuff. And did you see how he was like stuttering when like uh well uh he asked uh LeBron, he was like, So what did you say? LeBron was like, What did I say? He's like, but uh, you said, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you, 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 you said that you could never let me down. It's like, bro, come on. He, he was about to cry. Like, listen, you know that I'm a huge Drake fan. Like, I respect Drake. I love his music. Yeah. But come on, yeah, bro. Me too. Like, listen, you lost that I'm one. I'm not bro. letting no grown man talk to me like no. This, but like, bro, you lost that one. If you have the content, put it out. You, you, yeah. you destroyed Meek. You killed him. But then Pussy beat you. Now, obviously, it, it didn't matter as much as Pussy got on. He didn't beat him. He beat Push him. Though. Beat him. He beat him. Push put out a song called Adonis. Like what, bro? It talked that about got, his like, son. Let's let's but let's look at how many plays that thing got on 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 YouTube, bro. And then and then think about it like this: How did Drake respond? Oh, okay. I wasn't hiding my son from the uh, from the world. I was hiding the world from my son. But I, that's cool. Whoa. Whatever, bro. But but respond to him. He did. No, he didn't, bro. He he he. He was like, okay, we're going back and forth. We're going back and forth. Oh, you going to say that? Listen, guys, this is what happened. Like, he just tried to, like, cover up what uh, Pussy T said. Listen, man, I don't respect that, bro. Drake lost. He won against Meek, and he turned around and took an L. So, it is what it is, bro. Uh, He's still the biggest artist. Drake never loses, man. See, See, you a Drake stands, but you're not realistic, fam, at all. Who is Pusha T? But uh, a dude that at least beat Drake. I mean... Who is Pusher? Pusher did this for a media stunt. Push was trying to get Push was doing this for album sales. He was like, How can I get people to listen to me if if I uh if I pull Drake into this, then I got people to listen. Listen, though, you can be a Drake stand all you want, man. But what I'm listening to now is it's it's one song out right now, man, that I was that that, that I got introduced to through Facebook and it's a smash. And those you might not uh, agree because you a hater, but you know you your music isn't as as broad as mine, bro. Like you know what I'm saying? And what's this trash? I got listen. B five is back. All right, like I'm just I'm gonna just say that. All right, y'all, it's real. <laughs> real, y'all. Thanks for having B5 me. B five is back, bro. They're back. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's going down, but they got a song. Called do that, you know what I'm saying? It's a smash, bro. Don't do that. B5, <laughs> B5, B5. Yo, back, you about to lose mad people. Nah, man. Listen, nah. Man. listen, don't hey y'all, don't take this one podcast too serious. The podcast is on Apple to B5. now, bro. I'm 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 moving. You know what I'm saying? And this is and this it, is what the people want to hear, bro. B5 is he, back. He doesn't he doesn't listen to B5. B5 is back, this. y'all. Check out Do That uh on Apple Music, man. Do that. Yeah, hey, Y'all want to hear some good music? Listen to Nipsey Hussle, Double Up, featuring Dom Kennedy. And, uh, you know what I'm saying? It's a banger, man. Absolutely. And they got the video out with Laura London in it. Definitely a smash hit video. And it's got Esquire in it, too, from ATL. So if you're a fan of them, man, y'all might as well go look, watch that video, Double Up. 
And also pay homage to my man, Dave V. So All right. Me. And that should be the end of the podcast. <laughs> when there, there will be no Dave East. There will be East no side. Dave East on this He podcast. got a banger with uh, Black Boy J called No Stylist. And Drake and... Uh, so he French stole Drake's song. To, no, Drake and French Montana tried to make their own version. It wasn't as clean. Uh, it's definitely a banger. Their song's bigger Dave than Dave East, though. No, it isn't because nobody even listens to No Stylist. Only thing that Drake said that was hard was like, I told her, don't wear no 350s around me. That was the only hard bar. Average. Listen, man, you got you got you uh, got any new shows that that's out that you've been watching? Man, uh, I, nah, I've been watching Empire. I mean, that's still out. Um, you're a female. Empire is alright. I watched Power. I know you don't watch Power, but definitely I watched Power last this past season. I definitely think that was definitely a dope show. Um, so you watch what every eighteen to twenty five year old black woman watches? What you tell me? <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if you want me to get eighteen to twenty five year old black woman, so come on, bro. Y'all got to get him I to mean, the Office classic no, show, man. Office is trash. The but office I did watch show. that basketball show with uh. Williams, whatever his name is, the, the LeBron and them uh, did that South oh, yeah, yeah, Jersey. The last shot of uh, that's on Netflix. No, it's on uh, YouTube. You can watch it on YouTube. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, it's got like I think it's got like nine or ten episodes, but it's like the journey from this team in Orange, New Jersey. Oh, I watched uh, that. Yeah, remember we was talking about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I watched that. Yeah, I watched good. that show. I like that. The dudes Other are like than... the Hoopers aren't aren't they? They're not good though. No, they're definitely the, nice. the content is good. Yeah, though. yeah, exactly. The content is no, good. No, the one dude is nice though. No, but, I didn't uh, see nobody good on that team at all. Like I'm style. like, come on, man, LeBron, LeBron just, LeBron just picking up any random team. He, he, oh, he might as well pick God. up my my Auburn modern. <laughs> Watch them over Come on, man, you can't you can't be choosing anybody, bro. They didn't lose that. They won more games than they lost though, Tom. Bro, if that's if that's your if that's your 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 explanation to why he's he chose that team, that's bad though. His team was not no, good at all, bro. I'm telling you, man, it is definitely it's legit, man. Listen, they was getting buckets out there, fighting, you know. It was real life struggle, man. I'm cool on that, bro. But do you know what time we're going to eat today? I do not know. For Are you sure, going? Tomorrow. I do not know for oh, sure. My <laughs> Listen, man. Shout out to everybody listening, man. I appreciate y'all. Uh, don't for get sure, don't man. get flaky friends like mine, bro. Because they, 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 they I'm definitely they not make flaky, plans bro. and then they and then it don't come through. Twan, um, let's not talk about the flakeage. I'm not playing hoop sessions that I've never been invited to. What hoop session, bro? You go hoop every Monday and Friday, Twan. You don't. Ever it's a league, those I play in leagues, bro. It's I not, said it's, Monday, Friday. Monday is is the league. Monday and Thursday is when I play in the league. It's cool, bro. Listen, man, don't get a friend who won't who won't who won't be your only friend. <laughs> listen, bro. I'll cut my mom off for talking. We're not, if I have we're not gonna listen. <laughs> next, listen, next week, man, we're gonna start talking about sensitivity, man, because lately, def- lately I've been having some, you know, some very sensitive moments with this man. And he's been he's been acting like I'm being fake. Uh, we're not going to bring personal information on onto my podcast, but. Uh, you fake, bro. Soon, soon it will be brought to light, and I will get That's all of my listeners in the thought process. I'm about, to, I'm about, to, I'm about to turn you off, bro. Shut up. 
Wow, you about to turn me off. You always turn me on, though. Sorry. See, see, so I'm saying, <laughs> I can't have people on my podcast talking freaky, bro. <laughs> Listen, man. Shout out to all the podcast networks, man. Please, man. The 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 open minded podcast is here. You feel me? This That's- is episode twenty six, man. If you feel like you need to sign me, if you need explicit, legit content, man. That's funny. That's accurate. You feel me? The whole nine, man. Hey, hit realistic. Hit hey, realistic. Hit me up, man. Email am zero nine seven eight one two at ohio.edu. Uh, we can talk business. We can talk logistics. Let me know. Um, still got listener support, man. Like I said, after every episode, you know what I'm saying? That there is a, there's a small uh, archive and a small synopsis of how you can sign up for listener support. Uh, show your love. Show your support to the Open Minded Podcast. Um, and the movement. Um, I'm on Apple uh, Apple Podcast now, man. Big move. Uh, appreciate everybody, man. Appreciate Apple. You know what I'm saying for bringing on my my, my podcast. So if you don't want to check sure. it out on Anchor on the Anchor app, man, check it out on the Apple Podcast, man. Apple app. You know what I'm saying. Go ahead and check it out there, man. Everybody that got iPhones, man, just go to the podcast app, click on it, type in Open Mind the Podcast. You'll see my beautiful face on there, man. Check out all of the content, man. We here, we live. I want to thank my boy Dubs for being on this episode, man. Always phenomenal always. content, man. We 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 going on fifty minutes. Wall right and now, uncut, man. man. You know what I'm saying man, we, we don't here. Censor nothing. You feel me? We here, man. Obviously, I want to end with 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 a, a prayer. Uh, Lord Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord, once again, man, for this podcast and for this platform. Thank you for everybody listening. Uh, thank you, Lord, for just just continue to bless them. You know what I'm saying? Help them Lord, to get closer to you. Uh, just continue to guide, Lord. We love you and we appreciate you and we thank you, Lord. Um, in your name, Jesus Christ, we pray, God. Amen. All right, y'all. Amen. I appreciate the time. Uh, once again, I want to shout out to my boy Dubs for being on the podcast. Man. Thanks for having me. For Thanks sure, for having man. me. He's definitely going to be on more on more episodes to come. Uh, this is the Open Mind the Podcast, man. I love y'all. And above all, man, stay open minded. Gang, gang. Hit the Harlem Shake. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Easy, man. Love. All right, y'all. Peace.